Well, hello, third grade, and welcome back to another day on the farm at Measured Acres. Now, this day had already wrapped up, and the, the children were in bed. Ma and Pa were sleeping, too. And what is peculiar about this special day, or should I say night, because it was night now, and everyone was asleep, was not something happening on Measured Acres Farm, but something that was happening on the farm next door, where the old man lived. You see, once a month, when the full moon came out, there was something special that happened down at the pond, at the bottom of the property, where the old man lived. See, on a full moon, the old man would come out around midnight and he'd make his way down to his pond to see an old friend. This old friend had known this old man for almost as long as he had lived there. See, that first winter when he had moved in onto the farm, a giant storm had come from the west over across the Pacific Ocean, and dropped buckets and buckets of rain on the countryside, including measured acres and the old man's farm, too. Now, this storm didn't bring just rain. It had come all the way from across the other side of the ocean. And somewhere in Asia... Could have been Japan, could have been Korea, it could have been China. Nobody knows for sure, but something very strange happened. There was a storm that started all the way in this tiny town somewhere way, way over in Asia. And this tiny storm started picking up speed, started picking up wind, started picking up strength, and it started swirling around in circles. And soon this storm started gathering clouds and throwing lightning bolts places and dropping rain. But as it dropped rain, it started sucking up the water from ponds and lakes and streams. And as it made its way across the land and out into the sea, it started picking some things up with it too. And one of those things it picked up was a tiny, teeny little baby fish. Now this fish had only been alive for a few minutes when the storm passed by its little pond and in the strength of the storm, this little fish was swimming near the top of the water when the rain started pouring down so hard, started splashing each drop into the water and causing the surface of the water to become rough. Now this little fish was tiny and it couldn't fight against the the waves and the raindrops pelting the top of the water and soon that fish got bounced right out of the pond by a huge raindrop now usually that fish might have fallen back right into the pond and lived its life normally or maybe it would have bounced right out of the pond onto the onto the dirt or onto the grass or into the weeds and we would have never known about this fish but this fish was a special fish it was tiny enough that it got sucked up into the cloud and carried all the way across the Pacific Ocean. It swirled and dipped in this rain cloud. Sometimes it would swim its way down the funnel cloud that was touching the water. Sometimes it would swim its way back up the funnel cloud into the top of the, the rainstorm. 
but this little fish didn't know any better. And it took a few days, and then it was a week or two, and finally this storm reached America. And it made its way over the coastal range, and the little fish kept swimming through this really, really wet black rain cloud. And soon the rain cloud grew so heavy that it had to drop all the rain that remained inside of it. And so it started pelting the land with all of its water. And at some point, this little silver fish could not swim up the cloud anymore, and he got deposited down onto the land below. Luckily enough, our little fish friend, he landed smack dab in the pond next to Measured Acres Farm. Now, he was a little bit bigger than he'd started out, but he was still a baby fish. And this baby fish dropped into the pond and realized things had calmed down. And it was time to eat, because this little fish was starving. So it swam around the pond and it looked for things to eat, maybe a little bug here or, or a, some kind of microbe here or there. <laughs> and it found that the best place to find food was in the roots of the trees that were next to the pond. See, the roots grew down into the pond, and the trees had been there for hundreds of years. So this little fish started nibbling around the roots, finding little food here and there, but this fish was lonely, so the fish became friends with the roots, and soon the roots started telling the top, selves of the top half of themselves, the trees, that this little fish was a good friend, and it needed some help. And so the trees would direct food toward their toes or the roots and give this little fish food so it would have something to eat each day. And the fish was very thankful. And the fish and the trees, they learned to talk to each other over the years because this fish grew bigger and bigger, month by month, year by year, until it was very good friends with the trees. Now this is about the time that our farmer friend stepped in. He didn't exactly step in, but one night he was out tending something in the barn when he looked down over the pasture and into the woods where the pond lay, and he saw a shimmering light. He had no idea what this light was, so he carried his lantern down through the field, through the gate, up over the little hill and down to the pond, nestled in the woods where the trees were big and they loomed large. Now, it was usually dark even in the sun because the trees shaded out all the sun. But this particular night, there was a full moon. And the old man thought, oh, I've never seen the moon shining on my little pond like that before. But the closer he got, he noticed it wasn't the color of the moon that he was seeing. He was seeing little circles of light coming from the center of the pool, emanating outward like rings on a tree. And the closer he got, the more peculiar it seemed. So he crouched down by the side of the pond and he watched what was going on. Now our little friend the fish was bobbing up and catching little flies that were sitting on top of the water. They were so tiny they could stand on the water, but they were big enough for the fish to see. And each time this little fish poked its little lips out of the water, rings of light came out of it. 
and the water was encircled by a rainbow of colors. The closest rings closest to the fish's mouth were yellow. After the yellow was an orange, then there was a deep red ring, and outside the deeper red ring was a purple ring, and finally there was a big blue ring surrounding the pond right where the old man was sitting. He sat like this for a little while, until the fish came close, and the old man thought, maybe I should grab him, maybe I could eat him. But no, this seemed too strange. He needed to find out what was happening. So as soon as the fish came within a few feet of him, he whispered, Hey fish, what you doing? And the fish stopped, because the fish hadn't been talked to before, but it could tell that something or someone was talking to it. And so the fish stayed there. And as the fish stayed there at the top of the water, the yellow rings and the orange rings, the red ring and the purple ring and the blue ring kept emanating out from where the fish was sitting in the middle of the pond. The old man whispered one more time, Hey fish, what are you doing? And the fish looked at him and wagged its tail and brilliant colors came out of it. The old man gasped. <gasps> it was a magic fish. The magic fish knew he understood and swam around happily because it was so lonely for company. It had only talked to the trees for years and years and years. Well, the old man was lonely too. So he started talking to the fish and he said, well, fish, you seem pretty special. And the fish got more excited and kept swimming around because it was so excited to have a company. Well, the old man decided, I should probably name you fish. A friend like you deserves a name. And so he named the fish Luna because it was a full moon. And after that, the old man knew he had a special little friend in his pond. So each full moon, he would come down and chat with his friend who only showed up at the top of the water with the brilliant colors on full moons. And over the years, they talked and talked, and they became great friends. And the old man learned that the fish had traveled all the way across the ocean in a great storm and had landed in this pond. And the fish had made friends with the trees. And that was why, when the fish came up every month on the full moon, there was the special light coming from where it broke the surface of the water, just like rings on a tree. Only the rings the fish represented were different. See, a tree's rings represent one year each. So all those ancient trees around, surrounding the pool, some of them were 80 years old, some of them were 120 years old, there was even a tree that was 300 years old. The fish learned that time is something that takes a long time. And you can count in seconds, you can count in minutes, you can count in hours, you can count in days, you can count in weeks, you can count in years, you can count in decades, and you can even count in centuries. Because these trees were hundreds of years old. And eventually the fish came older and older too. And at first, it only had a yellow ring that would come out on a full moon. But eventually the fish got older, and as it grew older... The yellow ring was joined by an orange ring around that. And then a year later, a red ring began to form around the orange ring. And after 10 years, 
he had developed a deep purple ring that would appear when he came to the surface for food. And after 100 years of being in this pond, he developed a deep blue ring that would encircle the outer uh, ring of the pond when he came to the surface. The old man knew that this fish was wise, just like the old trees that surrounded the pond. So the old man would come and ask him advice, and the fish would ask for advice too, because he didn't have very many friends. But the old man liked the fish, because he reminded him that time goes on much longer than we are expecting it to. Maybe we have a good day coming up. Maybe we had a good week. Maybe we're looking forward to next month. Maybe we remember our favorite birthday one year. Well, the old man and the fish, they relied on each other. See, a fish isn't happy without a friend. Neither were the trees, and neither was the old man. And they all, all learned from each other. They shared their wisdom, and they talked about the weeks, the months, the years, the decades, and the centuries. And they learned to share their lessons with each other. And so the old man taught the fish many things, the fish taught the old man many things, and the tree taught them both the value of looking at time and knowing that friendship and wisdom and knowledge didn't last one week. It doesn't go on for one month, one year, one decade, or one century. Friendship, love, and knowledge goes on for hundreds, thousands, millions of years because they will never cease to exist. And every night when the moon was setting, the full moon, and the fish had had its fill and it went to the bottom of the pond to sleep, the old man would walk back with a belly full of good memories and wisdom in his brain, and he would say goodnight to the farm and say goodnight to the sparkling pond and know that time was on his side.